Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Manny has a delightful astronautics question for us, and that is, how does the Artemis program work? Manny, thank you so much. I am really excited to talk about the Artemis program. So let's start with, well, what is a space program? Probably the most famous program was the Apollo program. This happened back in the 1960s and 70s, and it was the first time that humans went to the moon. But it took a lot of steps to get humans to the moon. So first of all, we had to make sure that we could send humans around the moon and bring them back safely. Then we were able to land humans on the moon and bring them back safely. That bringing them back safely part is a really important step, right? And then we were able to send more people to the moon to get more rocks, to look around, to explore, and we learned so much. So a program is big. It is like a big project that lots of people are working on. And in that program, there are missions that happen. And the missions are part of the program. So we had to have Apollo 8. That was one mission that went around the moon. Apollo 11 was the first mission to actually land people on the moon. And then we had multiple Apollo missions after that. Another famous program would be the shuttle program. And we had dozens and dozens of launches of that for all kinds of different things where we sent people into space. Now, when we sent people into space with the shuttle program, they stayed close to Earth. They stayed in a region called low Earth orbit. Now, low Earth orbit is not very high up into space. It's only a few hundred miles, about 400 or so kilometers up. So, it's definitely in space, but it's not as far away as the moon is. And so far, we have not sent humans any farther than the moon. We've sent our robots very, very far across much of the solar system, but no humans yet. Now, the Apollo program and the shuttle program are no longer running. NASA has started a new program, and this is called the Artemis program. The goals of Artemis is actually to send humans back to the moon, but not just to land on the moon and look around and then come back to Earth. No, we want to go to the moon and we want to set up bases. We want to have an actual presence on the moon, not just visit it, but we want there to be humans living there. And we want to start using the moon as our base of operations, our port, you could say, to go out to the rest of the solar system and hopefully soon send humans to explore places like Mars and beyond. So Artemis has a great name. 
Artemis is a name from Greek mythology. And Artemis is a moon god. So she was actually the twin sister of Apollo. So Apollo was a sun deity and she was a moon deity. Now, in the mythology, it can get kind of, it gets complicated. <laughs> there were multiple moon gods um, and goddesses, and there was also the moon itself, which was sort of a god, the personification of the god. So Selene, and then in Roman mythology, that would be Luna. But Artemis was not the moon, but she was a moon deity or representation. Now, a lot of people ask, well, why was Apollo named Apollo if it was a mission to the moon and not to the sun? Well, Apollo and Artemis are also associated with archery. And so when we were sending people to the moon and a rocket to the moon, it was like shooting an arrow across space to actually get to the moon. Now, let's talk about some of the things that the Artemis program is hoping to achieve. The thing that really excites me is the Lunar Gateway. So this is actually a space station that the plan is to put it in orbit around the moon. So right now there's the International Space Station. And unfortunately, the International Space Station is planned to be decommissioned. So they're going to stop using it in, I believe, 2031 is the, the current estimates on that. So hopefully we're going to have a lot of progress in the next few years towards getting our space station around the moon going. And so this station, when craft would come from Earth, so say the, rock, the astronauts come from Earth, they would dock with the space station that is orbiting around the moon. And this would be where people would live and work. And over the last few decades, we've gotten a lot of experience of how to live and work in a space station. Now, that'll be an orbit around the moon, not orbit around Earth, but wow, can you imagine the views looking at the moon and then looking back at Earth from the moon in your space station? I think I'd never be able to go away from the windows. <laughs> um, I'd be terrible to send because I would just be wanting to watch through the window and just stare at Earth the whole time. It would be so amazing, right? Okay, so they would be able to dock work on the space station and maybe run rovers and things like that on the surface and then from the space station then land on the moon itself and hopefully the goal is to actually build a base where people can live and operate on the moon itself now that's into the future but artemis is getting to is about getting us to the point where we can do that now Within programs, there are missions, right? The smaller jobs that you have to do to make the big thing happen. So Artemis One is a mission that has already happened and it was a huge success. So Artemis One was uncrewed, meaning that we didn't have people on board. It was totally robotic, but it tested out. It did have like dummies, like fake people to test how that would impact people and make sure that it was safe. It also had a little Snoopy doll, which I thought was pretty cute. But they launched the rocket, which the rocket for this is the SLS. So the Space Launch System, this is kind of like how there was the Saturn V 
for the Apollo mission, this is the new rocket with new capabilities. This is an even more powerful, in some ways, rocket for what we're trying to do. And then there's the Orion capsule, which goes on it. And that's where the crew, the people, will be. And so they sent one of these rockets and one of the capsules around the moon, took some amazing photos, got lots and lots of data, and they released a bunch of what are called CubeSats in the process. CubeSats are little satellites that are just cubes. They're quite small. These are something that you could you could hold in your hands, right? Like maybe the size of a suitcase, that would be a good comparison, that did little jobs. And so they had um, lots of these different experiments that were made by different groups, organizations working with NASA. There's a lot of teamwork going on in this project. So anyways, they sent Artemis 1 around the moon, brought it back and had the capsule land in the ocean to make sure that when we send people and this is upcoming on the Artemis 2 mission, that they would be safe. So the Artemis 2 mission, well, hopefully we have fingers crossed that that's gonna be coming up in the next couple of years. And the crew has been selected for that mission. It's really exciting because there's a lot of firsts in terms of astronauts who are going to get to go beyond low earth orbit. So the astronauts who went to the moon were all American white men. And so this will be the first time when there will be black people, women, and non-Americans going into beyond low Earth orbit. So it's really, really exciting. And I can't imagine how excited this crew must be to actually get to do that, right? So they will go around the moon and then come back. Artemis 3, and we don't have a date for this yet, but Artemis 3 hopefully will be the first time people land on the moon within most of our lifetime, right? The last time people landed on the moon, I wasn't born yet. My parents remember it. Uh, some of your parents might remember it, or some of your parents probably weren't born either when that happened. So it'll be the first time humans have gone away from Earth and landed on another body and it will be the setup for us to hopefully have a presence there, have people who live on the moon and go beyond. Personally, I can't wait until we send people to Mars, maybe orbit around Venus. Let's maybe not land people on Venus. It's a little too hot for there, but we could orbit people around Venus. We could orbit people around Mars, land them there in the moon. And Artemis is that first step, is the program to hopefully get us there. So there is so much more, you know, we could make the Artemis program could be its own podcast every single week on its own. There's so much to discuss. But Manny, thank you so much for asking this great question, gave us a chance to explore it a little bit, and hopefully we will talk more about it. So when Artemis 2 is coming up, you can bet that we will talk a lot about it here on the podcast. And everyone, thank you so much for hanging out, learning about space and science together. If you've got topics that you'd like us to cover, questions about space, have your folks send it into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.